Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, <laughs> oh, I'm laughing because it's it's a coping mechanism for me, but uh, sometimes I interview people on the show. It's been, I think, over a year since I've had an interview. The father had put me in a quiet season and started my sermon ministry. He's, he's growing. He's equipping me as a minister. Don't have any seminary training, but uh, sometimes I interview people on the show. Sometimes it's a sermon. Sometimes it's music that he inspires through me, and I release to you whenever he tells me to because I'm obedient. And, oh, this morning was absolute nuts. I got called 4.30 in the morning or 3.30. I don't know. It was very early. I was asleep and got called by my coworker. He asked me to come in because our boss asked him to call me to have me come in. And uh, our uh, morning... By the time I got there, I'm, I'm homeless right now. I'm sleeping on a friend's couch, and their bathroom is inside their bedroom, and their door was shut. So I was like, I can't even get ready. <laughs> but my makeup bag was luckily in a bag in the living room floor because I had showered at the gym the day before, and I had my work clothes next to me and whatnot. So I was like, oh, I guess I could just go and shower at the gym. So uh, it's, been, it's been a total shit show. Pardon my French. And I laugh because it's, it's been absolute nuts what's gone on, what I've witnessed, what I've seen, and what I hear about from other companies. It's, it's happening all over the U.S. and I imagine all over the world because no one has ever survived a pandemic before in our lifetimes. Everybody is slightly or extremely somewhere on the spectrum going through their own level of psychosis. Here in the middle class, working poor, they are treating us as slaves. They are overworking everyone. If you don't show up to your job, someone else covers for you. They're working double time. They're not getting sleep. So then they're just walking zombies. And a lot of these people planned it. The mega super rich are hoarding their monies. And war is coming very soon to to America. I know that very confidently. They have been cyber attacking us since the invention of the internet. All over the world, they've been stealing from the poor using cyber warfare. And they did a blackout in Gaza. They isolated them. They siphoned off their gas. They're killing women, children, little babies. They're beheading them on live stream television. And they've infiltrated America. They've had open borders because it's Islamic extremists that believe that Allah is in charge. The creator of the universe is above all names. He loves it when we bless others. He loves it when we're in unity and harmony. But he is the father of all things. He is love and light, but he's also darkness and wrath. And he causes wars sometimes. He causes the enemy to be confused and to attack one another when there is too much evil going on in the world. And there's way too many people harming women and children right now and trafficking humans. It's the largest 
dark black profitable business in the world. The Sound of Freedom movie that came out July 4th, 2023, real. The evil people from that movie targeted me. They paid a payment to have me killed in October of 2020 after I refused to join their cult when they reached out to me multiple times since 2018. They had reached out to my middle brother long before I got a smart device. They had been after my family because we have spiritual gifts. We have an anointing. We are descendants of King David. My middle brother didn't know that though because he wasn't there in the house when my dad's cousin came and talked about our genealogy. He went to the Seattle Public Library archives and combed through the death records. Anybody can do it. It takes time. He spent months, hours and hours combing through death records. It's free public information. After someone has died and they've been dead for I think 80 or 90 years, then it's public information. The topic, so poignantly termed this morning and why I giggled to myself because it's a shit show, is the best industry to be in right now in 2023. As I record this, it's November 17th. The best industry to be in right now is mental health. So right off the cuff, if you're struggling financially and you've got a counseling spirit, you've got the Holy Spirit within you, you've asked the Father of all of us to come into your heart, you've confessed that you're a sinner and you need Him to lead your life, to guide your every step, and you believe in His Son, Jesus Christ, as the Messiah who rose from the dead, who was the first of the dead to rise, as it speaks about in Revelations, I recommend you start providing people counseling services. Do you need to have a license for this? No, you call it coaching. <laughs> could you get licensed and certified? Of course you could. You could go to Tony Robbins um, and become a life coach through him or a business mastery coach. Um, you could get your own coaching through a variety of sources. But if you already have this gift, and there, I know many people that have this gift, it's the people that are surrounded by people that that reach out to them on the regular, that ask them for advice on the regular. You might be an elderly person. You might be a grandparent. You might be an old soul, people say. You have such discernment and wisdom. What I recommend, especially if you live in my state, in the United States, Tennessee, they did a special thing in Nashville, Tennessee, at the Secretary of State's office a couple years ago, right around the time that Aaron Nicole Ministries was launched. I honestly think the Lord caused my Secretary of State in my state to do it specifically for me because I couldn't afford to apply for a corporation. Nonprofit corporations before that were $2,500 minimum. That means your business, when if it's a corporation, if it's, if it's a profit or nonprofit, it's recognized in every single state. So if you move from state to state like veterans and veteran spouses have to do, and it's not their option if they're active duty, uh, I wasn't, a, I am now, but I wasn't back then when I moved across the nation to help my family member adjust to single parent life. I learned by getting an LLC and then moving across the nation that I had to get a new license in a new state, even though I'm a part of the United States of America. It's, it's a way to protect your business. I had to start all over and I didn't have the money because I was broke. My credit was shit from a divorce from a multi-millionaire family 
that stole from me. Yeah. It's a shit show. What I recommend to you is nothing but the truth. This show is nothing but the truth, science, real science, real stories to help you not give up today, tomorrow, not ever. And the Father assigned me as the person in the world to help people with depression, to not give up today, tomorrow, not ever. I've developed 52 alternative therapies so far in my lifetime. I'll probably have one or two through this new job because everywhere I go, I see opportunity to be a blessing. That's what my mom told us every single day before we left the house. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. She even had a little sign she had handwritten on a piece of paper taped on the right next to the door with a little cross. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. I applied her words. Because it says in the scriptures, of which I follow in my faith system, honor thy father and thy mother. So, I am. I choose to be. And the father blesses me because I'm obedient to the Ten Commandments. Being respectful of my mother, like Jesus was, to his mother, Mary. When he was, I believe he was a teenager, his first miracle was they were at a wedding. And she said, "Uh, we've ran out of wine. Can you do something about it? She knew that her son could pull up a miracle because the angel had told her that she was going to give birth to the Messiah before she got pregnant. And she had never laid with a man. She was engaged to be married to Joseph and the Holy Spirit had impregnated her. Back then it was very uncommon for women to defile their bodies. She did not defile her body. Joseph thought she did and was going to quietly break up with her because she got pregnant and he had not been with her but an angel came to him and said fear not for your future wife I'm paraphrasing is going to give birth to the Messiah so at this party it was a wedding they ran out of wine and they couldn't run out of wine it's a party right it's a celebration of, of a marriage so she said hey can you do something about it so he turned these barrels of water into wine and it was the finest wine they had ever had it wasn't just mediocre wine he uses whatever is available and he makes it the best if we are obedient and have faith like him and are obedient to what he tells us to do if we allow the father to lead our lives then good morning then he will take what we give, if we give all that we have, he will take it and he will use it for his glory to help many, many people. I'm a nobody. (laughs) I'm an absolute nobody. But I just happened to be born in the bloodline through my parents' decision to get married as a descendant of King David. So anything I choose to do, he promised to the descendants of King David because he was a man after his own heart. He loved David's heart towards others. Love is the most powerful force in the world. He made a promise to David. He said, your descendants for all eternity until Jesus comes back will be blessed. They will be moved to the front of the line. When they do something, it will be effortless for them to be successful. Now, my first few years of my childhood were terrible. My earliest memory, I didn't get a childhood. My earliest memory at three years old, I was being groomed sexually, emotionally, verbally, violence. 
Um, I heard violence from my father. He was a very angry person. He would blow up. He was a smoker, and he hid the smoking from mom and all of us at the house. He was gone all week, and then on the weekends, he'd come home late Friday night, sometimes early Saturday morning, and then he'd leave Sunday evening to go and do the job again until I turned 11. And my earliest memory of my childhood was not positive memories. No, my earliest memory was three years old being sexually abused. And that happened for four years in a Christian home. It happens in Christian homes. It happens in Catholic homes. It happens in Mormon homes. It happens in Buddhist homes. It happens in every single home you can imagine. It's extremely common. But it should not be considered acceptable behavior. However, the Father can use even evil, dark things that happen towards us. I believe He reserves the best blessings for those of us that are survivors of abuse in our childhood. If we choose to not continue the cycle of abuse. The greatest industry to get into right now in 2023, mental health. I shared this uh, a few months ago on the show. One of my friends that I've, I've known, I met her through happenstance at a happy hour in Seattle. She reached out to me. She's got a second husband and she's got a child with him and she had a child from her first husband. She was, she's a phenomenal cook. Oh my goodness. Her first husband was Jewish. She was the cook of the house. Very traditional. Uh, women do the inside stuff, men do the outside stuff, things like that. Well, in the Jewish customs, they, you, you learn to cook kosher. Very specific things. They don't like cook um, the meat of the adult with the milk of uh, the baby. They don't connect those things together. Like um, there's certain rules. I don't know how all the rules work, but she schooled me on some things. She educated me on Jewish customs and whatnot. And she is very well read. She's an extremely smart person. And she is a little bit older than me. So I kind of consider her as kind of like a spiritual big sis. I don't have any big sisters. I always wanted one. And the father has gifted me them through my friends. I'm getting emotional because I'm so grateful. He called me to do this thing in 2018 very specifically to help people. Mm. And in my mind, I didn't realize that I could be helping my friends through this calling. I was thinking this was going to be like a business that would be like, I'd help people, right? I'd have customers, right? But I I wasn't thinking, wow, I can actually like help transform my friends' lives for the better. How freaking cool is that, that he could use me? Anyways, okay. So she calls me, and this is, when did she call me, Father? I want to say maybe six months ago or so, having difficulties with transitioning from uh, her eldest child from house to house was he was uh, expressing a little bit of aggression. He's like a second or third grader. So he's still in school and he's dealing with the pandemic. And the worst of the worst cases are our elderly and children, always most vulnerable, right? None of us have been through a pandemic. We all, I mean, if we have this, what do you call the, what's the word I'm trying to say? Father, 
if we all can agree that we all are on the spectrum of a little bit of psychosis, meaning we're all a little bit crazy. <laughs> Some of us are a little bit more sound mind than others. Some of us, the littlest, smallest problem will set you off, right? If we all have that belief that everybody's on the spectrum, we all ha have a little bit of crazy within us, right? We all can have a bad day. We'll just put it that way. So adding that, plus the pandemic, we all were forced into fear for a year, releasing cortisol in our bodies, which increases risk for all kinds of things, but it's not good. Fear is not of the father. It's, an, it's a tactic of the enemy to get us to be, be submissive and to control us. They tried their best to tell us that putting masks on would protect us all from diseases that they developed in laboratories and released on purpose to mankind. Talk to a Vietnam vet and they'll get you schooled on anything that you weren't familiar with. And look up Chimera. So my friend reaches out to me about six, six eight months ago. I don't, I don't know, it was a while ago. It was less than a year ago. And she has been following my content. She knew me when I first got a smartphone in my first year of owning a smartphone that I knew how to operate, an iPhone. I prefer the iPhone, but it's the iPhone that got hacked real bad from professional hackers of the Illuminati that sacrificed children in private because they have all the money in the world and they have financial interest in AT&T. Probably all the major telephone companies, but many of them come from AT&T, unfortunately. And that was who Lyft had partnered with and why I had uh, cell phone through them. But anyways, so she'd been following my content. She knew about my skincare company and wellness company that I had been a part of for a while. And um, I still am friends with a lot of those leaders from there, inc including interviewing the president of the organization and all kinds of things. She respects me. Even though I'm younger than her, she respects me because I am consistent with who I am, what I'm about, and I'm a teacher. And... I housed her when she used to date someone when I first met her. I provided her housing. I didn't know her. She was a stranger to me. I provided her housing and shelter when this guy ditched her. She's, she had to spend a bunch of money, and he ditched her. And uh, she's with a much better person now. And uh, that built our uh, morning, our rapport, our trust right away. She knew I was a good person because I didn't have to do any of that for her. And that was during my divorce process. She helped me. She, I helped her. Uh, we didn't do it because we expected each other to. We're friends. So she trusted me. She reached out to me. She was struggling with the aggression of her boy. And I don't think it was probably violent. He's probably just throwing some tantrums. But she doesn't like it because it's impacting her mood and probably her husband's mood and it's impacting her child his half sibling right that he probably doesn't call half is just is his little brother but it bothered her enough that she reached out to me she told me she said the first 90 minute assessment in the area she lives in florida everything's higher priced in florida new york it seems in california and uh like you know big cities and stuff where the mega rich go. So they just charge whatever they charge. The first assessment, 90 minutes, they were going to charge her $3,000. She was trying 
She was calling all kinds of therapists and the wait lists were so long. And finally, there was one that was willing to work with her, but they were going to charge her $3,000. First of all, uh, that's, that should be criminal. But there might not be, <laughs> might not be a regulation agency for mental health services. So this is why I'm trying to encourage you. If you're struggling financially and you've got a counseling spirit, if you have the Holy Spirit within you, he is the wonderful counselor. That means he can come inside of you and anything you ask of him, he will provide to you. There's Christian counselors. There's all kinds of things. You go through school. You get certified and licensed and whatnot. I don't have a license yet. I've developed 52 alternative therapies. Yet I have people reaching out to me that trust me. And I've been in the nominations for three over three years. I won the contest for Global Mental Health Ambassadors. Each major nation I founded in October of 2020 is adding mental health ambassadors to represent people with mental health concerns, and after only 18 months of leaning into this calling that the Father assigned me to by healing me completely of depressive chains that had oppressed me for 18 years, which were caused from abuse in my childhood, I finally had had enough in 2018, and I said, Father, I can't do this. I need you to come into my mind and rip these thoughts out of me and never allow them to return. What is it that you desire for my life purpose? How can I serve you? And that was when he revealed my purpose to me. That was when he started showing me very specifically my new business name. It was before Move Happy. It was called Affirm Queen because I was all about affirmations. I had just learned about them. I had written a book called Whole Life Affirmations. I'm obedient. He said, your new business name is going to be called Move Happy. Your three pillars of your business. Mindset community fitness you're going to do an annual event a variety of faiths are going to be represented a variety of musical genres are going to be represented there's going to be public speakers from uh, religious belief systems medical all kinds of things and you're going to start it in america and then it's going to branch out from there one major nation each year will be like the host nation if you will so that was in 2018. And then October of 2020, all of these big pharmaceutical companies organized together. I mean, we're talking 65 organizations at least. Johnson & Johnson, Deepak Chopra, Ariana Huffington. They reached out to me for my network. They were organizing and financially profited off of an event to help people with depression. They sold tickets to this event and they featured Move Happy Branding because I gave them the idea because I had been speaking it into existence for 18 months prior to any of us knowing about the pandemic. The Father gives His children premonitions. And if you get, if you receive the spiritual gift of prophecy, it is considered better than being able to speak in tongues. Though speaking in tongues is great as well. He says prophecy is better. He had shared with me when I was 14 years old, the father of all of us, the creator of the universe, whatever name you want to give him, Allah, Buddha. In my household, we call him the father. That was what my husband trained me on. He said, I don't like to use names and labels because too many people have used religion to cause harm on other people. And I'm not about that life. He used to harm people and was paid a lot of money to do it. He's the top trained assassin of the world. He was paid a buttload of money to kill people. Whoever the presidents of America told him to kill or their spouses, 
he did it. He repented to the Father. He said, Father, I'm so sorry. I've listened to these poor leaders. He went to all of these families that were alive today in the last few decades before I met him, and he repented. He apologized, and he told them, look, you could do whatever you want to me. You can punch me across the face. I am not that person anymore, and I wanted to apologize to you and correct my wrongs because the Father told him to do that, and they saw that he had changed. I was sent to that man October of 2020 when the Illuminati Deep State had tried for the third and final time to get me to join their cult. Over the course of a year, they sent a PhD in divinity, former NFL cheerleader, sold her music to Aerosmith, was personal family friends with Earth, Wind & Fire's lead singer, was a suicide hotline, prayer, angel. I don't know what was the truth from her, but I know she was a deceiver, a liar, and an accuser. She was straight from the pit of hell. And she was their best that they sent for their third and final time. And when I refused to join their cult, when I started speaking the name of Jesus Christ, she could not come near me. So she knew she had to pay to have me killed because I had failed their test. They tried to tip me just like Lucifer, the enemy, Satan, had tempted Jesus in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights when he was fasting from food and I believe water as well. At his weakest point, Jesus was human, but he never sinned. And he told, he told Satan. Now, I heard Pastor Joel speak about this on a sermon I listened to yesterday, but Pastor Joel cut out a part of the scriptures. And he has a big globe that's around on his stage for one of the biggest churches in the world. And the globe represents the earth. We've all been told lies our whole lives. Galileo discovered that the earth wasn't flat after all, that it was round. Actually, in the Bible, very specifically, it says that the enemy took him to the top point of the mountain and showed him the four corners of the earth. How could he see the four corners of the earth? Where would he be on the earth if the earth is round? If the biggest church in the whole wide world that supposedly loves Jesus Christ has a big round globe on it, and they're receiving all kinds of money in secret, in private. Now granted, I've learned a lot from this man. I have a lot of respect for this man. But you have to inspect what you expect. And the Father says in the end times there will be many false leaders that pretend to love the Father. It's right before our eyes. Pastor Joel, can't wait to meet you in person. The Father reveals to me the top Illuminati members. And I don't know if you're a white hat or a black hat, but I strongly recommend you remove the globe off your stage or make it flat. Or you speak the whole scripture when you talk about when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. Don't take out the part where the enemy took him to the four corners of the earth and showed him, if you just bow down to me once, all of this will be yours, all the riches in the world. Jesus didn't need to bow down to the enemy because he was more powerful than him. The last will be first, the first will be last. My husband, my hero of 2020, the top trained assassin of President Trump, 
he and his warriors of light. They did not like Pastor Joel at all. They were very concerned that I was listening to him, but his voice helped bring a lot of healing to me the year my dad died. I was able to develop five alternative therapies in a psychiatric hospital, my first year ever working there, because that is my gift, that is my calling, and there are positive words that Joel speaks out loud. I believe the Father can use it all. But you are held to a higher standard when you are called to be a minister. And the Father reveals truths to me. And the Father revealed to me that Pastor Joel's children were threatened maybe a month or two ago. In some conversation with some Illuminati member, I don't know who, they threatened if he didn't use his bank account through the church, which is hidden, and the government does not have to see any of that data because he's a church and they're protected, which I think we need to change laws. The Illuminati people are harming children in private. They're sacrificing children in private. They worship the enemy. They do private, satanic cult practices, and they threaten Pastor Joel to use his bank account to cover up their sins. I know this with 100% confidence because I have the gift of prophecy and the Father reveals truths to me. And he revealed to me on Veterans Day 2020, very specifically, the names and the faces before my eyes when I was on the phone with my angel when I was in safe housing of those that would be in this meeting with me. I didn't understand it back then why Jason Johnson, the president of the Blackwater Alumni Group, one of many presidents and the founder of Project Canine Hero, why he would be in this room with the man that protected me that became my husband last year and why Pastor Joel and his wife would be in there and why President Clinton and his wife would be in there and Obama and his wife and Tony Robbins and his wife and Beyonce and her husband and the U.S. Marine veteran that was my patient in the original Move Happy program. I didn't understand why all of these faces showed up in my vision from the Father. Very clear, very specific. Then it all made sense to me. He reveals things to us that are his children, that stay close to him, that he can trust. Many of these people are the black hat leaders. Many of them aren't alive anymore. I know this very very, uh, confidently because I have a command. When I share my stuff with my warriors of light, I trust them. One of them, either warrior of light or a black hat, hacked, excuse me, broke into my storage unit. I don't put that on any website. So that means they hacked into my bank, abusing their powers, like they've been doing for three years. But I trust that anything, morning, anything that was done to me was done for me. What's that, Father? Uh-huh. Okay. Father wants me to get very specific on what I messaged. One of my pals. I call him loosely a pal. Former minister of seven years. Chris. 
Chris used to be the private chef for Tony Robbins. Over the last few years, he's promised, I've never asked him, but he's promised to do fundraising events for me through his connections. Last night, I let him know that the internet will be shut down in America, either some point today or on the 20th. Because I've gotten some sources that have said that it's going to be on the 20th now. Because I've been, si- I've been speaking in my sermons for months now that the internet's going to get shut down on the 17th. Because that's what the Father kept telling me was the date. But sometimes in war times, if the enemy gets a hold of some information, you've got to change things up. EOS, it's called Element of Surprise. So I don't know if it's going to be today or on the 20th. So I reached out to him because the Father told me to. And I said, get cash out, fill up your gas tanks, war is coming, the internet will be shut down, banks will be shut down, phone lines will not work. He goes, whoa, that's big. Can you reveal your source? And I said, multiple sources. And I sent him a link to a video. I don't know if the link worked or not. Um, Because sometimes when you get links and if you're not connected to the person on social media, it doesn't work. So it is what it is. I told him. I said they've been persecuting Christians in America. They've been siphoning off my money for the last three years. I said I married the top trained assassin who protects President Trump. And they tried to kill us last year. They forced my nonprofit business partner female, black female officer of the military who served over 20 years. They threatened her active duty status to disassociate from me. They bullied her to disassociate from me. And then when they got intel that I had gotten married to this man that they sent me to to try to use me as an informant to get information off of Trump through him, just a regular ass citizen, they'll use anybody. That's what the enemy does. As soon as they're done using you, They kill you. They didn't kill her because she got too loud of a mouth. They killed her mom that she had been taking care of for over a decade. And she was abusing her mom, not by her own choice. She asked me for help. I rehabilitated her mother from bedridden depression where she was having accidents in the bed. Her mother had mental illness. She had extreme, extreme depression. And I was able to get her excited about getting dressed and going to the store, going to the library, getting her prescriptions, getting flirty with men. In a matter of a few sessions, the Father has gifted me the gift of counseling. Anything I choose to do, He blesses it. He prospers it because my mom said every day, growing up, before we left the house, be a blessing, be a blessing, be a blessing. And I'm obedient to her. And he blesses me because I'm obedient to the Ten Commandments. This is the best industry to get in right now. I strongly recommend you get yourself a corporation, non-profit corporation. You go, you reach out to your Secretary of State if you live in the United States. Reach out to them and ask them, Hey, I'd like to apply for a nonprofit corporation, you're going to have to get an EIN through the IRS website, but they might be shutting that down after you watch The Greatest Show on Earth by Nick Alvier, because that's a corrupt organization itself. 
But for now, you got to get an EIN. It's free. You just apply for an EIN through the irs.gov website. Then you reach out to your Secretary of State and you say, I'd like to apply for a nonprofit corporation. How much does it cost and what is the process? They'll probably give you a website or you can do it online, search it. Now, if the internet gets shut down, then you won't be able to do nothing. But at least you can write down date and time in your planner that you called, you reached out, you paid the fee or you attempted to pay the fee, then you start taking action. If you're helping people in your community and you did your part, you can't control if these criminals shut down the internet. Now, I think it's the white hats, which are the good people, siphoning. I think they're going to shut it down to bring out all these rats that have promised people in private and they're threatening conservative Christians in America, especially ministers. I believe they're threatening or they're just using them and saying, hey, you want to get involved in this? You can make some money on the side, make some extra money for your ministry. And then they're funneling money through Christian organizations. It's the sickest, nastiest people ever. But we're in the end times, so you got to be on guard. That's why if you're transparent about your monies, like Billy Graham was, and I know Pastor Joel knows Billy Graham because he's had his son or his son-in-law as a guest at the church sharing his testimony. So I know. I know they're associated to them. And my mom recommended for Erin Nicole Ministries, and she's the chief matriarch of our organization, she recommended that we have all monies on our website public. But I'm dealing with a bunch of a-holes that won't even let me receive monies on my website. And all of my money has been siphoned off of me. After a car accident that wasn't my fault, I was fully insured July 8th. And as I record this, November 17th. July 8th to August 8th to September 8th to November 8th, over three months, and they still haven't paid me anything. They cost me my job. They forced me into homelessness. How in the world am I able to stay sane? Only through the blood of the Lamb. Only through reading the scriptures and getting plugged in and getting into nature. The Father has trained me for this. He has prepared me for this. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But I wouldn't be able to speak to you that's listening right now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to be effective unless I had a real story of going through real sucky times. We're all going through sucky times. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to react and respond in the sucky seasons? Are you going to just give up? Are you going to just throw in the towel? Are you just going to give up on your marriage when you get in an argument? Or are you going to fight for your marriage? Are you going to fight for your life? Are you going to fight for that career that you desire? I'm going to tell you right now, no matter what happens to our economy, people will always need a spiritual leader, advisor. They will always need skincare <laughs> because people love looking younger. And they will always need someone to watch their children so they could go to work. So um, if you are good at one of those three things, right, selling skincare products, go join Neora. Tell them I sent you because uh, that was the company that I joined in 2015. It was called a different name back then because the deep state Illuminati hacked into their account days after I had the president of a multi, at that time it was a multi-billion dollar 
business. It was the fastest growing business in the direct sales industry in a 150 year industry. And the owner, Jeff Olson, didn't keep a penny of it. He desired to make people's lives better and the father blessed it. They grew $1.5 billion in five and a half years with only a small handful of products and he had zero paid advertising because he has a wealth of connections that trust him. He started the People's Network, over 900 positive personal development shows. Some of them were conservative shows, some of them weren't. He speaks very specifically about happiness is the precursor to success. The father sent me to that organization as the first ever direct sales business to get me planted in an outstanding organization to learn from outstanding leaders what you need to do to grow a positive culture of people that will stick and stay and if they leave, they leave on good terms and they say good things about you. That is positive brand exposure. I left because the father told me to start Move Happy and I couldn't do that and move across the country and start a brand new job. I was stretched too thin. So when the time was right, I became a customer. And the person, I could choose anybody to buy from any of the top level leaders. I got to sing in my first year owning a smartphone I knew how to operate. In like 10 or 11 months of owning the smartphone and learning how to shoot videos, I got to sing at the number one income earner's house, private party for all the top income earners. The father doesn't just bless me a little bit. Anytime I choose anything, he blesses me and he throws me to the front of the line. So do I care? that I'm homeless right now. Yes, I care, but do I think it's gonna be permanent? No. <sighs> I've had so much success in, in the past. I know he's gonna bless my future, Job 42. I will get double for my trouble. All of these evil organizations that are hoarding their monies right now, many of them won't survive. The next few years, many of them believed in the jab, unfortunately, and sadly, a lot of these people, their immune systems will be compromised, have been compromised. And I don't just speak that out of my butt. No, I speak that from my current boss who was in prison because he sold pain pills that he was addicted to from a doctor that had prescribed it to him when he had two broken legs. He was selling the pills to be able to make money to then buy more of the pills because he was addicted to, highly addicted to a prescription medication that was prescribed to him from a doctor. And he told me when he was in prison, he was doing well, he was a good leader and he had a job. And in order to keep his job, they said, well, if you wanna keep your job and keep making money, then you have to get the jab. He never had any problems with his body, even though he survived a gunshot to the chest. He got COVID twice after getting the jab. He told me, I said, how did that make you feel that they forced you to get it in prison? He said, I'm so pissed. I never had any problems in my body. And he's younger than me. I think he's 10 years younger than me. And he got it twice. He's a real skinny dude. I speak that with confidence. 
It's not some myth in the air, but yet I'm starting to see people wear masks again. They're trying their best to force us into fear again. A mask that you don't know how to properly wear and being allowed to wear a cloth mask or a thin one that's like at the dentist's office or those thick ones that if you have asthma, you can't breathe through. There's no standardization across the board. Kids don't know how to wear it, so then their nostrils are hanging out, and it's a big joke. And they think they're projecting in the media, nobody's buying it. Ezekiel 24.17. Paraphrasing. But in Ezekiel 24.17, which is my religious freedom, I will not cover the lower part of my mouth. That is against my religion. Just because... Many of these traders got paychecks from China. They're trying to change us to the United States of China. I have a lot of Chinese friends. And they think it's bullshit. Because they were born in America. Their parents were born in China. And they moved away from there. Because it's a communist nation. Even a lot of the Chinese don't like what's going on. So... If you got a counseling spirit, you're a good teacher, you like working with people either one-on-one or small groups, I highly recommend you start your own nonprofit corporation. You can call it, you know, John Smith Ministries, whatever. Call it whatever you believe the Father is telling you to do. And then you get yourself a bank account, nonprofit bank account. If you want to go all 501c3 about it, you get five board members and you got to submit documentation to the federal government and you got to get it approved and stuff like that. But if you want to just keep it simple and just apply through your state for the nonprofit and just do it low key, you ha- you got to have in Tennessee, you got to have a minimum of two board members, you and a friend. You could do this with your bestie. You go to elderly folks homes, you go to jails or prisons. You say, "Hey, I'd like to minister to those that are struggling right now." Um, I've got a counseling spirit. I'd like to share my testimony and I'd like to pray for people. Or if you sing, I'd like to, you know, minister to them through my music, whatever. Then you bring a bucket with you. You put it on the outside, tithes and offerings. You say, hey, if you have money to give and you feel like the Lord is telling you to give, um, this would mean the world to me. This helps me keep my ministry going. Boom. Then you do it and you're obedient. Um, I did that in different ways, not officially with the bucket. Um, but through my prayer cards, I, I, I kept getting hacked into in the last three years. I can't control the professional hackers that are paid from their government salaries. They're paid salaries to steal from Americans. Yeah. And I'm sure there's salaries for America stealing from it. It is what it is. When you get to the level of global business, people think you're a big shot because they misread your, your content because you're getting... In your affirmations, and you're really good at writing affirmations, and people think you're just like some rich. Anyways, uh, they've siphoned off my money. They've blocked me from making money. They've blocked my invitations for free events for veterans and first responders. It's been incredible what they've done to me as a conservative Christian. Now, I got a mouth on me. The father is working on that. I'm trying my best to not curse no more, but he can use us. No matter where we're at in life. He desires for us to be authentic with him all the time because he knows everything anyway. 
the worst of the worst abominations, and I believe Jesus Christ said this when he was in his ministry, but the worst of the worst abominations are those that pretend to be Christians and do the exact opposite, or pretend to be religious leaders, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he didn't get along with because they were lying to the poor and they were charging extra taxes. They were charging them fees to change their coins, the currency of their coins, and to pay their taxes to the government because a lot of them were partnered with government leaders. This is around the time when Caesar was alive and he and Cleopatra had this little thing going on. You need to listen to Killing Jesus, the audiobook by Bill O'Reilly. Very eye-opening to what's going on in America right now. They are persecuting me. They are persecuting many Christians. And they threaten the largest church body. They threaten Joel Osteen's children. They have been siphoning and using his bank accounts to move their money around to keep harming and trafficking humans. 100% confident that is why the Father revealed his name to me, his face to me on Veterans Day 2020. That is why those people... Either my warriors of light or the black hats, not sure which, but my husband and his buddies, oh yeah, they're on to them. If it wasn't his organization and, and his uh, buddies that look out for me, they broke into my storage unit after I said my command and I, sh I started sharing the truth. And they <laughs> took that note out of a secret place that I had put. So that means that they were combing through all of my stuff. How gross is that? But I trust them. I trust, I don't know who it was, but they obviously didn't want that note to be mailed out to the news reports. <laughs> oh, they didn't want it mailed out. I already mailed out the police report, excuse me, sheriff's report, copies of the sheriff's report and the letter I typed up at the library. These people that look out for me, they have way too much access to way too much information. I typed it up on the library computer, this letter outlining the truth. The Blackwater Alumni Group, all political parties, signed it, were aware of it together to steal from me for three years. It's been the worst fucking three years of my life, and I'm sorry, Father, but that's the truth. That's me speaking the truth to you. Can you imagine being blocked from making money as a woman in a country that has a vice president as a woman that's pretending to bring equal rights to all women? Meanwhile, in the background, they blocked me on purpose for making money. But consider it pure joy when you're persecuted for my name's sake. That's what Jesus said. In James 1, I think the second verse, it says it. It, it, it produces perseverance, endurance, all the things. It's been sucky. It's been terrible. It's not been good. But the definition of love... A part of that is long-suffering. I have been long-suffering enough, so I can't wait for my Job 42, double for my trouble, okay? And I trust them that they blocked me from making money because they're... <laughs> oh, they used me as a spy. They didn't tell me that's what they were doing, but I've put two and two together. They used me as a spy to essentially... Um, Oh, what do you call it? I'm I'm the cheese to drag the rats out. I am the cheese in the analogy. They used me to see how bad it could get for conservative Christians in America that are trying to pursue their dreams. It is such a fucking joke. All the lies that are projected around the world about how America is so great. No. In my lifetime, it has been terrible for middle class working poor. I got a master's degree, graduated fully paid for in 2012 
but all of the extremists of the Islamic faith that paid Obama to get into office and paid Bush to get into office that are traitors to America. They made it terrible for the working poor. I could not control who I was born from. I could not control how much or how little they had. What I could control is how hard I work. My work ethic, my attitude, and the Father has blessed everything that I have done in my whole life. The last three years I have been blocked on purpose from making money. They have witnessed me lose millions and millions of dollars. It's been very fucking frustrating. No one told me what was going on. Anytime I speak the truth, in the last, well, from October 2020 for two and a half years until June of this year, they would erase my posts on social media. They would make it so that no one would see my posts. Communism. CCP of China, all over that. How do I know? Because that's what the cybersecurity expert told me that used to be one of the five original experts of Apple, Microsoft. He worked at Visa most recently, and they killed him. He was going to be my eyewitness in court, and they killed him because he saw my first husband's email address added to my remote device when I never typed that email address on that computer. My old computer, I was forced to buy a new one because my old computer stopped turning on and it did not have access to cloud technologies. Apple is full of Illuminati members. And I believe it was the White Hats that killed them. I hate to say it, but I think that's the truth. I don't know. I have no idea. But I do know that the Illuminati deep state is real. Our country is being run by organized criminals. And I married one of the best people that repented to the Father and asked to fucking retire last year. And they tried to kill us on American soil. And I'm a descendant. Motherfuckers, I'm a descendant of King David. And you project that you love Israel in the media. And you tried to kill one of your own citizens who has done nothing but try to be a blessing every single fucking day. Because that's what my mother told me to do. How, how in the world can I have a sound mind? Well, all of these evil people have been bothering me because I've been disrupting their bank accounts. Can, do, you, do you fathom that? I've been disrupting evil people's bank accounts. I've been negatively disrupting their bank accounts and they wanted me to join their cult. They know I'm valuable. That's why they steal from me. They know I'm valuable. That's why they hack in anytime I speak the truth in this spyware device. They hack in and they cover up their digital trail. But what they didn't know is that I have better organized criminals than you motherfuckers. Yeah. And the crimes they commit they're not crimes. Nope. Because they're a part of the Blackwater Alumni Group. Yeah. None of these members will ever be tried for their crimes. Yeah! How do I know that? Because Lorian Sayer told me in a private phone call when she tried to provide me access to all the riches in the world. And then she paid to have me killed. She told me way too much information. Because the father causes people to reveal truths to his children. I learned that from Pastor Joel. And in the last, 
What's that, Father? He says seven months, 27 days. Okay, so there's your deadline. There's your timeline. Seven months ago and 27 days, as I record this on November 17th, that was when he, he was threatened. His children's lives were threatened in order for them to use his bank account because the Sound of Freedom movie was very powerful. They had, um, it hadn't been released at that point, but they had been trying in the movie industry for five years to release the movie. And it had been delayed, delayed, delayed. And all of these organized criminals that are really running America right now, um, many of which I believe delayed it on purpose so that it would be released with the timing of the next election to fix and share the truth that Trump was uh, wrongfully removed out of office because he is a favored leader of all the working poor. He actually cares about the working poor. He is a good businessman. He loves America. He, the, vet, uh, the military picked him. And when Obama got into office, he changed the laws so that the media was no longer sharing truth, but that anybody could share anything. And then we'd all believe it, just like in other nations. Now, I learned in my undergrad, in my rhetoric class, that's not what we're allowed to do in America. But then they didn't tell us that, oh, by the way, these laws were changed. Yeah, my rhetoric class was in 2005. I stopped watching the news when Obama got in office because it was no longer the truth. It was projected fear. Fear is not of the father. And I was listening to what successful people were doing. And I didn't have time to watch the news or TV. I didn't even have a TV for the longest time. My partner, when I um, moved in and cohabitated and blah, 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 that was in my past. I don't recommend it to people seeking relationships. He watched the negative news every single day. I learned about the negative news just by being forced to sit next to him because he was very needy and he needed me to be close to him. I didn't want to listen to it. I didn't have any interest in watching the news, but it is what it is. It changed when Obama got in office. And if you watch The Greatest Show on Earth by Nick Alvear, you will see all the time period from 2015 forward. And it speaks a little bit about the past as well, but it shows how Trump went to every major nation and showed them the human trafficking crimes Crimes against children, crimes against women and little boys. Human slavery, largest profitable business in the world. Evil business. That means that if you are trying to do a legitimate business and help people legitimately and not do things in hiding, right? Like criminals, right? And serve time if you get caught. Get into mental health. All of these people that are trafficked, if they get released back to society, they're going to need someone to help them with their PTSD that was caused by those evil people. How do I know that this is real? It's not just conspiracy because I did a ride along. It's your right. You could do a ride along with a first responder in your county. I recommend you do it. Get perspective. I did it so that I could pray for the first responders because that is my ministry right now. That's all I can do. These people block me from making money. My website hosts people that I'm going to be switching from very soon. I can't even have people donate. They have to donate on a Zelle website. I don't use any other websites. I want them to donate directly to my bank account, my nonprofit bank account, but they don't know how to get it done. So it is what it is. I'm not able to receive any money digitally, but 
I don't really care because I know the internet's going to get shut down very soon. So it's going to be old school. Cash is king, baby. So praying for first responders, getting perspective from them, allowed me to see the truth that there is human trafficking. And it happened in my own county. This woman was about to lose her parenting rights because a social worker called us to be a neutral uh, party for visitation uh, observation of the home and stuff like that and she was at the doctor's office with one of her kids her kid had like a broken leg or a sprained leg or whatever and this was about the other kid that was younger who was in middle school and he kept skipping school and uh she's trying her best but she's a single parent and she's trying to raise boys boys sometimes get a little mischievous and the social worker said, well, if you're not going to cooperate with me, she called her lawyer, right? She's like, hold on, I need to speak to my lawyer. So I could tell she was stressed about the DCS people. And she said, well, if you're not going to cooperate with us, you might lose your parenting rights. And then she started crying. I was trafficked from your organization. So she didn't trust them to take her kid away because she might not get her kid back. So I know it's real. She might have made up a story right there, but it, her tears were real. And in my faith system, you listen to people the first time. And child abuse, that is the law. You listen to children. You listen to adults that are concerned about abuse. And that is why this evil, rich group tried to get me to join their cult. Because they are abusing children in private, which is causing PTSD in them, which is causing suicidal ideations in many of them and I am an advocate for children that are abused I shared my story my truth and teaching you how to forgive your abuser through the love of Jesus teaching you how to be aware as a parent if your children might be experiencing abuse and it's hidden from you as a parent my parents didn't know about it until I was 14 years old by then the damage had been done my brain I had delayed reading. I couldn't remember what I was reading. It caused me to have bad grades in school. It caused me to be socially anxious from other people. It's very common in homeschool children. That is in the white paper research. It's sad, but it's true. I was the stereotype when I started reading into the white paper research after graduate school to not cycle anymore to not struggle anymore. I got educated on what the stereotypical behaviors and thought patterns are of children that are abused. I watched a video from Kathy Lee Gifford that used to be um, Kathy Lee and Regis Philbin. She used to have her own show with, with Regis. She shared a video on YouTube about it being so common. And it's the truth. It's usually not stranger danger. Although it could be a stranger abducting you. Most of the time, if you're a child or you're a disabled adult and you're getting abused from someone, it's someone that you know. They start by grooming you, petting, they call it, getting you comfortable with them, touching you. And they start changing the boundaries each time, just, just a little bit further, just a little bit. It's wrong there is no gray area it is not appropriate children should be allowed to be children i didn't get a childhood i was afraid my entire childhood 
When I spoke up to my mother, she didn't have time to listen. She grew up in a period where that kind of people, after the baby boomers, was the silent generation. I just heard it on a video a couple days ago. So it gave me perspective. She was quiet and private about everything. I didn't even learn about her glaucoma until a few years, not even from her, when she was trying to cover it up right before she was going to have surgery. And the, and the nurse was like, what is this medication? What's the pur purpose of this medication? She said, oh, that's for pre-glaucoma. And the lady said, there is no such thing as pre-glaucoma. So she was trying to lie to the nurse because I was in the room because she's always tried to protect me as the youngest person in the family from knowing her medical information, which doesn't help me at all. But that's what I've had to deal with my whole life. She talks around issues instead of being direct about things because she's meek because she was abused as a child. And she never grew out of it, those thought patterns. So then I've had to deal with how can I strengthen myself? How can I trust in the Father? <sighs> when I grew up in the church, I grew up with a mother and father that were very involved in the church, but they weren't applying the lessons to protect me and my middle brother from our abuser. <sighs> they allowed him to get away with all kinds of things, and he still is siphoning off her energy, but that's the choice she made. When our dad died, I tried my best to protect her, to stand up against him because he's a taker. But she made the decision to cut me out of a family conversation and try to do it herself. Some people are self-sabotagers. They don't desire to change their circumstances. It's like that old adage of the, I don't know, it was an adage or story, but there's this old dog, and it's, it's complaining. It's got, a, it's got a thorn in its paw. And it's just, and years and years and years, and it's complaining, complaining, complaining. But it doesn't complain enough to get the thorn out. Some people just complain about their circumstances. They don't desire to change them. So I had to learn that I did my best. I did my best, and now I have to do for me. I love my mom, I respect my mom, and we learn from our circumstances in our families sometimes how to treat other people either similarly or completely different from how we were treated in our upraising. Now, she, she was neglective and ignored the abuse. She did the best she could, providing as best she could, but they were from a working poor family with traitors that were in leadership. And it's not something that's new. It happened in the Old Testament with King David's children. Absalom raped his sister, Tamar. And King David was a man after God's heart. So if it could happen in his family, it could happen in any family. So when we normalize the conversation that abuse is common, it neutralizes the enemy's power over it. That is why they've siphoned my money. That is why they silence. They try their best to silence me. I've tried to upload these podcasts in the last few days. I'm not getting my password reset emails. I've, I've sent them an IT support ticket. I imagine these evil people hacked in and blocked me because they don't want me sharing the truth anymore. So <laughs> they think they're blocking me, but they're really blocking the plans of the Lord. <laughs> and they're just 
making the Lord even more angry. So you don't want the wrath of the, the creator of the universe. You don't want that. He slayed 185,000 men through one of his angels in the Old Testament in Kings. In one night, while his warriors were sleeping, I fear nothing. So if people are blocking my ability to upload the truth in my sermons because they're afraid that I'm going to cause panic because I have way too many connections and they know it, <laughs> it tells me that I'm on the right path. I fear nothing been very frustrating like beyond frustrating and so right now I'm like all right father what next I trust you I don't desire to be homeless but I am I don't desire to be broke but I am I don't desire to be by myself because I'm married but I am they've stripped me of everything in my life that they thought brought me joy but the truth is the father brings me joy that is eternal and they could take everything away from me, even my clothes. They could cause boils on my skin, just like Job received. And I will still praise the Father, no matter what. Because he healed me of suicidal ideations after 18 years of struggling by myself, trying my best to fix my own problem. Because our society, Western society, and the medicine, the pharmaceutical industry, and in hospitals, and in doctor's offices, they blame you as the patient. They blame you if you reveal that a medication extenuates, exacerbates your suicidal thought patterns. And that is what the birth control implant did to me. It completely separated my brain from having rational thought to where I called the suicide hotline in 2018. I got down on my knees and I had an out-of-body experience. I was able to see my body from the spiritual realm reaching out, calling out to God, and he healed me right then because I got honest with him. I finally got honest. You have not because you ask not. I finally asked the Father to heal me and to remove those thoughts from my mind and to never let them come back. You have to guard your mind. You have to speak scriptures out loud you have the power within you if you are a child of the most high king if you ask him into your heart he is within you anything you ask in the father's name and if you're not ashamed of his son jesus christ he will not be ashamed of you he provides to his children in his timing he allowed for me to struggle for 18 years because i never got honest with him about needing him to fix that within me. So the last three years and a month, the father has allowed them to test me in every single capacity you could imagine. And I've passed every test. They tried their best to cause my husband to be angry with me last year by threatening my nonprofit business partner to ask questions about him. And I quickly changed the subject because my husband trained me very well not to talk to anybody about him. Do you understand how difficult it is to not be able to talk about your spouse to anyone? It's pretty much impossible, but I was obedient. I'm a good listener and I'm highly protective of my family. 
And when my nonprofit business partner called me out of the blue after a year of not speaking to me, Nicole Burney. She asked about him. She said, so I heard you got married. I don't know who she heard it from because she had disconnected from me on social media. So she must have been spying in on my tech and saw my wedding photo. It was just me. We got dressed up at this place. You could rent a costume. And we dressed up as uh, the old like gangster couple. And I had the wedding dress and then I had the old Tommy gun. It was really cool. It was uh, like near Pigeon Forge. And uh, she said, is this someone you've known a while or did you just meet him? And I was like, I was like, yeah, oh, we just met recently. And then I changed the subject. I said, you remember that guy that I went on that date with? Last year that you thought was married? She goes, yeah. I said, he was married. She goes, he was? Then I started talking about Jason Johnson. Never told her his name on that phone call, but I showed her his website when I lived with her. She knew too much information, and it was that political party on Biden's team that tried their best to use me as an informant to get information to destroy Trump's presidency for a second time after they stole it the first time. And I caught on to their game because they're evil. I give zero fucks if you kill me. <laughs> I mailed the sheriff's report. Yeah. To every major news outlet in America and the UK. The royal family has copies of the sheriff's report with Jason Johnson's name on it. I give zero fucks if you kill me. That letter I typed up at the library, I was very specific that he accepted the payment under the advisement of my husband. I wasn't married to him at that time. He had sent me to a stranger, told me I could trust him. He knew that I was gonna be receiving a lot of problems. And they gathered together and decided amongst themselves that the contract was gonna be for three years because they had to make it look so believable to the richest organization in the world, they had to actually cause crimes against me. Because none of these people will ever be tried for any crimes because they are protected. Because they keep America safe from infiltration. And uh, last few months, we have been invaded from illegals. But I ain't worried about that because I was already told. <laughs> oh, what will happen to those kinds of people if that ever happened in 2020? I got way too much information from our military and I love it. And I don't talk outside my house. I don't have loose lips because he trained me the best. My husband trained me the best. I don't talk about him. I protect him. I protect America. I am a true patriot. We are going to make America great again. Yes, we are. Whoo, yes, we are. My husband and all my warriors of light, they've been tracing all your delights, all your evil, nasty games. And when I sent those messages to Chris last night, former private chef of Tony Robbins, I know he's shitting his pants because Tony repented to the Father. But Chris has been an Illuminati member for quite a while. Yep. I imagine they threatened him and his children. Tom Hanks, he went to Tom Hanks' house and he was a private chef for him for a while. And I know, because I had a private call with him, I coached Chris to be confident enough to be the private chef of Tom Cruise. Yeah, right before Tom Cruise's 
movie came out, the top, was it Top Gun? I think it was last summer. Right before it came out, he told me, I don't know if I'm good enough. I said, are you kidding me? Tom Cruise, you work for Tony Robbins, multi-billionaire. You've been everywhere, you've done everything. He's just an actor. I encouraged him to believe that he could work with an A-list actor. He promised me all kinds of money. He promised me to do fundraisers for me. He flaked time and time again. And that's all right. I never asked him for help. He offered it and then he didn't show up for me. That is what is called a liar in the New Testament. The Father don't like you if you're lukewarm. If you're cold and hot, no, just be consistent. If you're gonna be a loser, be a consistent loser. If you're gonna be a lover, be a consistent lover. It is scriptural. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Chris is a flake. He told me he used to be a minister for seven years. Why doesn't he do that anymore? Nobody retires from ministry. And unless they do something that gets them kicked out of it. Sorry to say that, but he might have had an affair. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that the father told me to text him last night who my husband was. I didn't share my husband's name. I just said he's the top trained assassin of President Trump. And we've been tracing all the money. For the last three years, we've been dragging all the rats out. So if he accepted payment from any of these criminals that are in the Illuminati, Rico Act, bitch. Yep, I told him. I said, the longer they delay, every hour on the hour, Tony and his wife Sage will be getting a million dollars, US dollars, tax-free. So I have a strong feeling he's gonna reach out to Tony. Cause I think that Tony's bank account was frozen. Just like they have siphoned off Trump's businesses, just like they have siphoned off my businesses, anyone that's a conservative Christian in America has been ostracized and they have blocked us from making money. That is persecution for our religious belief system. The only kinds of people that would do that are those that worship the enemy. The only kinds of people that would do that threaten a pastor's children committing extortion are those that would be hiding something. Why wouldn't they just start their own bank accounts? Why would they need to use somebody else's unless they were doing some illegal activities? Nothing is hidden in my organization. Nothing has ever been hidden from my mouth. That is why Trump and his boys, and I imagine there's ladies as well, but I like to consider them as men, warriors, true warriors. That's why they like me, because they have access to all my information, all anything, any phone call, anything. They can listen in, because I gave them permission. I, I told them, I said, I have nothing to hide. The only two I met, one from Biden's team, top security man, Jason Johnson, and one from Trump's team. And Trump's guy never told me who he worked for. Much better team, wiser, and uh, better trained more experienced. When you start a new venture and you got a big purpose, a big vision, big mission from the Father, creator of the universe, and you are responsible for a large body of people, you don't want mediocre people to step up to protect you from death threats. No, you want the best top trained assassins. 
to watch your back. And that's what I got. I'm so grateful. I don't need a lot of money in my life. I've, I've been broke pretty much my whole life, financially broke, even though I've been obedient to the system, got my schooling paid for for my master's degree, tried my best to be honorable and pay my bills in my undergrad, but got married and and then I divorced that man after he said God wasn't real and prayers were stupid when drunk and, drunk and night and he never got help for his alcoholism. That man from a family of multimillionaires stole my money, moved our entire bank account during our divorce process, and the court system allowed him to do it. It negatively impacted my credit for seven years because I had to file for bankruptcy, and I started fresh from nothing, moved across the country. I've been obedient my whole life. And these people have stolen from me over the last three years when I was obedient and gone into business. Started not one, but three businesses. Not developed one therapy, but 52. I'm a multi-trillion dollar asset. That's why the top security of the entire world, the best trained assassins, that's why they look out for me. Because they know I'm an asset. What are you doing in your 24 hours a day? Are you sleeping for eight? Slowly getting up? or two watching TV we all only have 24 hours in a day you can make excuses or you can start changing your circumstances you might have to sacrifice some of your TV watching time if you want to make an impact you might have to <clears throat> cut some entertainment money to put towards allocate towards growing your business paying your business licensing fees or advertising fees or paying for your tuition for school to get that degree to pursue whatever career path you believe the father is leaning you towards I I didn't just stumble upon this this calling I was obedient my whole life I tried my best to learn skills that I didn't already have effortlessly because I'm a professional music musician. I was born of the lineage of King David. He was a professional musician, and that's on my father's side. On my mother's side, she was a professional musician. Her mother was a professional musician. And um, in uh, our great-grandfather on my mother's side demanded he was a farm doctor he demanded that all of his children learn the piano and an extra instrument and he demanded that they play for him every evening because he knew the power of music on the mind and i think he was probably a world war one veteran or so i don't know if he was a veteran or not but that time period and my grandmother Freisinger, she passed away a few years ago but she was a ham she was a performer she played the violin for over 70 years she lost her eyesight and she still was playing with the banjoliers in Illinois and she'd tell you her full address I knew at a young age that we need to protect older people that they share too much information I was around a bunch of older people because I was homeschooled so I was around whoever my mom was hanging around she did the best she could to keep us protected but she was honestly she was a single parent because of all the traitors that told us a bunch of lies to make us believe in America that it's the land of the free the home of the brave when really it's been the rich that have been hoarding all their money since the beginning of time. Nothing is new in the world. I don't desire to have a lot of money to keep to myself. If and when I am rich financially, wealthy financially, which I will be, 
because the Father reveals things to me through other people. And I have too many gifts that he's gifted me. I know it's not just going to be gifted to then just go into a grave and not be used. No, that would be a waste. And the Father doesn't give us things to then be wasted. He provides to his children who ask. And I asked the Father how he could use me. And I've been obedient with my time. I've been honorable. I've given my best, no matter how tired I am, wherever I'm at. That was one of my values I wrote down as a 14-year-old from the Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens. And my dad's best friend, whom I call Uncle Tim, he made a metal plaque at his job before he retired at the naval shipyard for me because his wife, Rebecca, who passed shortly after my dad did, she was like a second mom to me. She stole my handwritten paper list of all of my values. She stole it to then bless me for one of my birthdays or Christmases, and they surprised me, and they framed it, and I lost that when I had to move out of my husband's house. It wasn't our place. I desired for us to have a, for us to have separate dwellings because I've been tested by a bunch of organized criminals that are running our government, and I told them up front, my, one of my dearest friend's fathers, I got an email from him to my Move Happy email account that he had been hospitalized because he started hiding a sword under his pillow and his wife got scared and left him for a year, year and a half. He got the alcohol treatment he needed, he got the therapy he needed, and they're back together and he used to not believe in God and now he believes in God. Now I don't know if he emailed me or if someone hacked in and personified as him to test me in this organization, this competition, or not, but I told him about that email. I told him I had some major concerns. He used to kill people for a living. And what if his mind made him see me as the enemy one day? And he yelled at me and told me, we're not going to get married then. He threatened me on purpose after asking me to be his wife. That is not love. I've had to deal with a bunch of assholes. He forced me in that house and then he kicked my ass out after 19 days. But... I can't help but love him. Love is blind. It is what it is. And the father tells me to defend him, so I will. Till I die, even if I never see this man again. Best husband ever. I deeply love this man. He didn't have a good option for me. When they traced our location, they abused their powers. Our government abused their powers by threatening my nonprofit business partner. It's worse than Hitler. And I believe that Hitler is alive. I believe he is alive. Evil spirits, I think they go on and on. They stay on the earth. That's what demons are. If he died, if he was killed, they saved all of his biological warfare. How do I know that? Because this lady I met, because ladies, we make friends everywhere we go. We are social creatures. It's how the Father designed us. And I made, I made friends with this person of color at the post office. We were just in line. And I complimented her. It was an honest, sincere compliment. And we got to talking. And she told me she had her treatment for cancer. She had been dealing with it for 12, I think it was 12 or 13 years. And the doctor in 2000 gave her two years to live. It was a cancer that was biological warfare. They had developed it in laboratories. They had changed the name over years. It was actually a disease that Hitler's team created. How could they release a disease 
that would impact a person of color in the year 2000. Because our government is being run by organized criminals that are trying to control our population. They've been doing it for a long time. And they don't care who they impact. That's what my husband told me. In war times, there's always pawns that are used. And that's the truth. There's too many people in the world. The father causes plagues and diseases and the father can even use the evil from the enemy, use it and turn it around for his good. This woman was a survivor of the cancer. The doctors told her she had two years to live. And here we are in 2023. And I met her last fall, I think it was. So in 2022, she was supposed to die in 2002. And uh, she survived a long time. Now, they hacked in and they blocked me from communicating with her. She was going to be my tax person, finance person. She was considering being a board member. They've on purpose blocked my organization from growing. I was required to have five board members on my nonprofit board in order to submit the documentations to the government. They'd done everything possible to block me from being successful in my business and following the laws, abusing telecommunications, abusing their powers because they have financial interest in AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Cricket, all the major organizations. How do I know that? Because I was going to be working with Beyonce's father in 2020. I had been offered an opportunity to be, uh, this person didn't really know what they needed. They were going to pay me $100,000 though. So I was willing to do anything that was legal. But then I found out this person that was going to work with him and be coached by him had some major reservations that they were embezzling money, that there was money laundering and fraud. I said, how long have you been concerned about this? He said, about a month. I said, so you made a job posting knowing full well that they might be doing some illegal activities and you're trying to get me involved in that? I said, do not call me any further. And I hung up the phone. I knew that Beyonce's father was going to be starting a cell phone company. Very cheap cell phones available all over the world from Africa. Very cheap. Africa is the new rich continent. They are hardworking hustlers. We have been helping through nonprofit efforts, helping other nations for so long, and we haven't been keeping them accountable to check on these organizations. And then we're bragging that we're the richest organization country in the world. We're not. We are broke. America is so broke because you can't keep helping everyone and not receive help back. There are givers and takers in the world. And if your organization is encouraging people to donate to charities, you start in your own backyard. That is what I learned from Jeff Olson. He said, you could do both. You can have a local charity and a global charity. You can do both. That was what his organization started. Live Happy was their global reach for spreading positivity, kind acts around the world. And they partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters of America. Now there are some chapters in other countries, but that their main goal was to help connect at-risk youth with peer mentors so that they could connect with adults and have positive experiences with people outside of their family to connect different 
um, like socioeconomic status, to connect, you know, people of different like race, um, different races and stuff like that, religion, beliefs. I, I know that they did it and they're the largest financial contributor to this organization. And they encouraged us when I was in their direct sales to become big sisters and big brothers if we believed we were called to do it. And I did it. I did it. There was this regional we had every month, regional training. I went to all the trainings. We had weekly trainings that were smaller. We had regional trainings. Sometimes I did quarterly trainings. And then we would fly somewhere for usually twice a year for a big training with thousands of people there. This one was probably 2,000 in the room, maybe 1,000. It was a large room. They rented from, I think it was a hotel. There was maybe 1,500 to 2,000 people in this room. Filled. Every seat filled. They asked, is anyone here? A big brother, a big sis, or a financial contributor. A bunch of people raised their hands. or stood up. They said, please stand up. Keep standing if you are a big brother or a big sister, meaning you volunteer and you actually help. Most of the people, they were financial contributors through their monies, through their sales efforts. I was the only one in the room that was a big sis out of thousands of people. I didn't know I was the only one. I didn't make excuses for not being able to help even though I didn't have a lot of money. I knew it was going to make my life better to volunteer because I've never ever had harmful thoughts in my mind or felt bad about myself when I'm serving other people. And that's what Joyce Myers encourages on the regular. She was raped from her father for 15 years and her mother knew it and didn't protect her because she was afraid. She was afraid of this man. She shared her testimony and has a large organization all over the world. She has a ministry where she shares her truth of that you can forgive your abuser. You can be like Jesus and bless those that persecute you. And when I had heard her testimony around 2012, I said, I know one day I'm going to speak on stage with her. I just know it. I knew it. And I heard her testimony because my brother, my middle brother, had emailed it to me after I had had enough of us trying to fix my oldest brother's problems that he caused. I finally got truthful with what happened as a child. I said, this is causing me pain every time you enter me into your family drama. I don't want to hear it anymore. He is, is a problem creator. He's a taker. There's givers and takers in the world. And if you don't teach kids at young ages how to take responsibility for themselves, they will continue to be leeches off of you and bleed you dry. That was my first husband. I didn't realize that. At first, he swooned me, took me on a trip to San Francisco, and I thought I had it made. I was focused on the wrong things. I was hurting. I had been raped from my last boyfriend that I had dated. And he raped me in college. He was a military person. He knew better because I asked him to wait until marriage. He disrespected me. So then I stopped caring about my body because how in the world would a first responder when I reported the crime tell me not to pursue charges against him, that it would ruin his career. He didn't care about me as a victim. I've had to deal with men covering up their sins my whole fucking life. And in the last three years, I've had to deal with the largest 
richest organization in the world and found out that they are the richest because they are profiting off of pedophilia and stealing of the organs of citizens that are poor. They decide that one of their rich friends needs to be bumped up to the top of the list for organ transplants. And at the top tier, they are obsessed about staying looking younger. So they torture children in private. It releases some kind of endorphin or some kind of hormone that makes their blood sweeter. And then they drink their blood in private to stay looking younger. I know this with 100% confidence because that was what I was trained, educated about from my husband. He had no reason to lie to me about it. And I've learned from seeing evidence from multiple sources after he trained me in 2020 when he was a stranger to me and he provided me protections when he didn't know me. He sold his motorcycle so that I would have money if I needed it, but I never asked him for money because I was trying to be independent. And I had to pull my retirement out from my teaching career because these assholes forced me into homelessness in 2020 for the first time. After experiencing domestic violence from my sibling who was in mental crisis and turned to drugs and alcohol. That is normal in the white paper research, what men do. That is normal in the music industry of what celebrities do. I watched a video of Jamie Lee Curtis. She said her greatest achievement in life was not anything that was in the movies or, or anything like that. It, her greatest achievement was getting over her alcoholism. It's normal to be addicted to things if you have that genetic predisposition. And the more we talk about receiving freedoms, whether it be from the Father or if you don't have a faith system, receiving it from group therapy or individual therapy or you know, going on walks with a friend that helps to keep you accountable. Mental health is the greatest industry to get into in 2023. If you're thinking about getting into it, I strongly recommend you do so. Um, here's what's going to happen. Here's what I predict. Uh, the gift of prophecy, here's what I predict. There's going to be so many people getting degrees in mental health that aren't supposed to do it, that just think and focus on the money part that they're going to go and they're going to get the degrees and then there's not going to be a need by the time they're done with school. Start now. Start counseling people now. Call yourself a coach. If you have a counseling spirit, if people come to you regularly and are asking for your advice and you believe confidently that you could give good advice or just be a listening ear to someone, sometimes they don't even want your advice. They just want to release their stress to someone else for someone to listen to them and validate that they're going through a difficult time. If you're a good listener, maybe you start right now and you call yourself a coach. That's what Tony Robbins did. He doesn't have any degrees. He's a multi-billionaire. It's time for us to start thinking out of the box. You can go to school. If you believe you're supposed to go to school, great. If you don't believe you're supposed to go to school and you can make money and contribute in society and pay your taxes appropriately, you know, follow the laws, do things legal, right? then do it. I'm so proud of my middle brother. He pursued his dreams. He did what our whole family was afraid to do. He was the first one to do it. And this evil Illuminati deep state organization, I know with 100% confidence that they forced him to do something inappropriate in private and got it on camera. And, that, and then they just like threatened to out him. 
I know it because they do it to every single person. They tried their best for three years to get me to join their cult. And then they paid to have me killed. They're evil and they don't deserve to have access to power of telecommunications or money. That is why the internet will be shut down very, very soon. If not today, on the 20th of November. I'm not able to upload this on any website. I'm not able to upload it because they are blocking me from receiving the reset password link. They are blocking me on purpose from releasing more truth to you because they spy in on my tech and what the father has assigned will be assigned. I've been sharing the date for months now. So if it's the white hats that are siphoning off the internet that are going to stop banks from being able to do money transfers, it's going to drag all the rats out. All these criminals that are harming children, that are trafficking humans, they're not going to be able to pay for their gas. They're not going to be pay uh, they're not going to be able to pay whatever criminals they've involved regular citizens from snatching children. I don't know how they do it, but the Sound of Freedom movie was very eye-opening. If you didn't get to see that, I strongly recommend you watch it on the streaming device in the next couple days if the internet's still available uh, through, I think it's called Angel. It's an Angel app of some sort. I've seen a Facebook ad for it. I've been sharing for months now the date, and then I've seen a second date, so I'm not sure if it's going to be both dates either or somewhere in between but I do know it's coming because they shut down everything in Gaza the Prime Minister of Israel heavily involved in the Illuminati the father gives me the names of people involved I don't know if he's one of the ones like Tom Hanks that I've heard rumor has had sex with little children I don't know and that's sick when I heard that I was like Chris worked for him so that means that Chris is associated with pedophilia, former private chef of Tony Robbins. I hope that he reaches out to Tony in the next couple days because I let him know that we've traced the money trail. That is why they've siphoned, excuse me, not siphoned, they've blocked me from making money because the Warriors of Light have been protecting me from being involved in the RICO Act. It's been sucky. They haven't been able to tell me why they did it. I think to test me, but also to make sure that I wasn't being a fake person, right? There's so many criminals that are involved that are even in the churches. It's sick. It's absolutely sick. But it's the truth. And the truth, the truth is never hidden. When the truth is revealed, it's the best. The truth brings freedom. The Father loves it when we are honest, when we communicate, when we're open. The Father loves families, loves protecting widows, orphans, children, elderly, disabled. Enough, enough with the evil people of the world. This world is a fallen world and it will get worse before Jesus comes back, but he is coming back very soon and he will reign for a thousand years. We have already won because we have eternity with him if if we have a relationship with him, and I do, and I desire that for you, whoever's listening right now. If you don't have a personal relationship with him and you would like to have that, uh, if you're not driving, of course, as you're listening to this, bow your head, close your eyes, and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. 
you give it freely to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I'm a sinner in need of your forgiveness. Please come into my heart and never leave my side. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church and let them know immediately the internet's going to get shut down, phone lines won't work, fill your gas tanks, get you know some, some food that will help you. Um, you might have to start rationing out food for your family and whatnot. I imagine that food stamps, cards won't work because they use the internet cards, debit cards, they use the internet to send and receive information from the credit card machines, the POS machines. I used to sell those machines very briefly after I left the psych hospital. And uh, there's seven different steps in order for the money to be sent from one card to, to for, they use the internet. I don't know exactly how it works, but I read a book about it from the dollar store in graduate school, funny enough. And uh, a lot of people are going to go into mental psychosis. So you might have to start bartering with uh, with services to get gas and, and be kind to your neighbors. Be kind to children. Uh, be especially kind to homeless people. They're going to be your best allies to teach you how to be resourceful because they've had to be for however long they've been homeless with people assuming the worst in them. Make friends with first responders. See how you can help them, pray for them, or offer services to them. If you have weapons, let them know, hey, I can help provide protections. If you've got, you know, your um, hunting licenses or whatever, there's, there's people that are not Americans that have infiltrated America and they're not, they're not trying to reach their dreams. They're trying to take over your homes. They're trying to take over your land. And they don't care whether you live or die. In fact, it would be easier for them if you die. So we need to work together. We are in World War III. There are no rules in war times. Do not get rid of your weapons in your homes. Anything can be a weapon. Baseball bat, pens. Teach your children self-defense. Martial arts if you know it. War is coming very soon. Put signs up on your homes that you're armed in your home. That will help deter a lot of people from coming in. Um, talk to people at your church and let them know what's going on. Because phone lines will not work. You might be able to use walkie-talkies. I don't know if, if power will go down, but I do know the internet will go down because they've been testing it using satellite interceptions. What's that, Father? Speak that out loud. I was in a meeting. I didn't know who I was meeting when I was off grid, when I received protections from all political parties, security teams. I was in a meeting with someone that used to work for Facebook that knew where all of our data was housed on an island. Facebook is an American-based business, but it was on an island outside of America, and this person was talking very specifically about how easily it could be shut down. So you need to understand that uh, Facebook got bought out from our government 
And so they are using Facebook to project information to you. If you don't watch the media and the news, you have to be careful what you post on there and what you read. And this person um, had met with my hero, my husband, and then he said, I don't know what happened to this guy, but I think they killed him. I said, you do? He said, yeah, I've reached out to him a bunch of times, and I uh, normally he's really, really prompt to respond back to me, but he, he hasn't called me back. I've called him a few times and left a voicemail. I was like, what does that mean? He goes, I, I don't want to cause, cause fear in you, but if they're killing people that used to work for Facebook, that's not a good sign. I said, he's an IT guy, wasn't he? He's like, yeah, cybersecurity. And he knew where all the data was being held. So what is Facebook hiding? What is our government hiding right now? I bring you nothing but the truth on here. And the Father has given me a sound mind because he's given me a big purpose to help people with depression. My competitors don't want you to receive help from depression and suicidal ideations. They don't want you to hear my story, my testimony, because they are profiting off of harming children. And I don't play that game. I follow what the scriptures say, and it says to honor thy father and mother. And the father loves it when families are united, when nations are united. But you can't be united when there are people that are worshiping Satan, that are in leadership in your organization, in your country. The Father will demolish all those people that are causing us to not worship him. He's a very jealous Father. He will get rid of the Ishiro poles. He will get rid of all of the places where people are on purpose sacrificing children in private. Jeremiah 19.5. Review that at your leisure. They are sacrificing even their own children, which is not something that the Father has told us to do. So, you need to wake up, and you need to recognize these people are absolutely sick. They are criminals, and they should not have access to money. They should not have access to more time. That is why I'm very particular about who is allowed to be a part of my social media university intensive because the Father blesses anything that I teach or sell. And this particular offering, I help save you 1,200 hours a year so you could do more of what you love. Uh, my husband and I, we do not work with criminals. We do not associate with those that harm children. Absolutely not. And so this is an offering that um, I don't even advertise. I've, I, don't, I think I paid one ad online back in 2019 when I first launched here in Nicole Media. That was it. This is a multi-million dollar offer. I'm not offering anything until my husband is returned to me. I taught a class to a personal family friend because... I danced with her son in high school. He was my dance partner my sophomore year in the music company. 
She's a veteran spouse. And they had siphoned my money. And they were hacking into my device after I had been on a mission trip. And I got hit by another car. I was fully insured in July. She was fully insured. She admitted full fault. And insurance companies haven't paid out anything. They completely siphoned my money in the last few months. And in the last week and a half, I've been homeless. Thankfully, I have a friend that has allowed me to stay on their couch, but I've overstayed my welcome because they said one week. And one week was a few days ago. I've been a part of all of these homeless rehabilitation social work programs, and I've called all the churches on the list in my community, over 30 churches asking for benevolence funds. And none of them, except for two, answered their phone or called me back from voicemails I left. None of them have money to help a fellow minister in an emergency situation in a Republican state in the Bible Belt of America. That is why enough is enough. Why the White Hats are siphoning off all monies because people have come so far away from what the Father has assigned for us to do. Jesus came on the earth over 2,000 years ago, and he's coming back very soon. He hasn't told me yet whether or not he's coming in my lifetime, but he assigned me as a prophetess because I've chosen love. I've been obedient, and I've applied as best I can the scriptures. The two assignments, the two commandments that he told the Pharisees or Sadducees when they tried to trip him up and test him. Which of the which of the Ten Commandments are the greatest commandments? He said to love your, the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love your neighbor as you love yourself because they couldn't argue with love. They couldn't argue against it. So that shut their mouths. I've tried my best to love people as best I can, but you have to remember what they did to Jesus. I don't desire to go out like that. But that's exactly what these rich, evil people are doing. Because many of them have focused on greed. They have focused on being evil. Can you imagine that the richest people in the world are pedophiles? That are sexualizing little girls and little boys? And when you talk about it, they say you're a conspiracist. You're a crazy person. And yet, they continue doing it. It's the largest profitable business because they tell people to do things and you don't even know you're involved. You got to be very careful who you accept payments from. That's why all my money, my husband's money, our money, it's going to be transparent on our website. But for right now, I'm broke. Yeah, I'm broke. I'm working at a gas station. It's better than nothing. They blocked all of my money. They siphoned all of my money so that I couldn't have money to wait for a job to pay me. Most jobs that are career jobs, they pay you once a month or twice a month. You get paid from a job that's weekly pay. It's more than likely a warehouse job or places like gas stations. I'm in a humbling state and I have the best boss. He's forgetful sometimes, but... He survived a gunshot to the chest and he loves Jesus Christ. And he overcame a drug addiction to pills. And he's a counselor in a Narcotics Anonymous class. I'm learning from him. He's learning from me. And he completely 
flipped his life around. And he's married and he's deeply in love with his wife. And he helped me find housing options. I'm waiting for a walkthrough in the next few days. I've reached out for help from all of these organizations that are supposed to help me. And none of them helped. I'm a part of the Catholic Charities Organization. She provided me some food, but she's supposed to give me money when I got the job. And she said, no, I'm not giving you money. She changed what she told me. She's lying. It's been difficult being broke in America. I told her up front. I'm a veteran spouse. I told her up front. They tried to kill my husband and I. I told her up front who he protects. And her husband is active duty right now. She asked me to send her my emails to her personal email because they were blocking me from emailing her nonprofit email account on purpose so I wouldn't receive help from her because they're testing me. They're always testing me and they're abusing their technological communications. They're abusing their powers in our government. The deep state is real. The Illuminati is real, but they're not more powerful than the creator of the universe. She got to witness firsthand. I told her. I told her that I had a nonprofit ministry and they threatened my black female friend. I told her that. I said they they threatened her to disassociate from me, destroying my nonprofit, Air Nicole Ministries. But you can't destroy what doesn't belong to you. I told her they killed her mother. She is fully aware. She got me housing assistance for a week from a, 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 what do you call it, motel voucher. She said, it's only a week. That's how broke they are right now. They ran out of funding. She was supposed to give me money because I got a job and I found a housing place. But she said, the money doesn't go to you. It goes to the housing. I'm waiting for a lease. She needs a lease. And I'm waiting for all these other organizations to help. Meanwhile, my friend invited me to sleep on their couch and now is wanting me to leave and is sending me housing options. And I said, look, I found a place, but I can't control when people don't show up to their jobs. Sound mind. The Father gives me a sound mind. That's why I get in nature anytime I can. The Father doesn't fail me. Humans have failed me left and right. It's been unfucking believable how many people have failed me in the church, out of the church, in businesses, in jobs. And these people are committing crimes and they continue getting away with it, including Chris. I know he's scared out of his mind because they probably lied to him and told him that I was in a competition. And they lied to him, probably paid him a lot of money to tell me that he would f- get me fundraising, get me monies, and then flake on me. But the joke's on him. The attacks of the enemy are rebounded back onto them. So he has the opportunity to set this meeting up with Tony. If he doesn't, he probably will be horrifically killed. Because these people don't care. These black hats, they're evil. They've killed four of my associations so far that I'm aware of. <gasps> no. Really, Father? They killed Reggie Walker. It's been the worst.
It's been the worst three years of my life. Dealing with criminals. Criminals that tried to get me to join their cult. Lied to me about their cult. Trying to pretend to be Christian. Sending a PhD in divinity. And they killed an NFL, former NFL football player. Survivor of childhood sexual abuse. He shared his truth. The father told me he was on the list to be killed. And I warned him. I reached out to my warriors of light. I called. I said my command and Lieutenant Colonel Oakland McCullough called me. And I told him. I told him the list of the people that the father had revealed. It's not fair. Oh, it's not fair. This is what they do. They isolate you on purpose. They personify as you, causing division in your personal relationships and your business relationships. They did it to my brother. They did it to me. They did it in my marriage. But my husband loves me and he trusts me. I know he looks out for me. I haven't been able to communicate with him for over a year and a half. They cause division in your marriage. It's the CCP of China. It's many organizations, but they are heavily involved in the Illuminati. And Trump is friends with the leaders of China, the good people of China. They don't like the CCP. I can't believe they killed Reggie. They've killed five of my associations. These are big time people. Everyone is important. Every life is important. They tried to get me involved and criminalize me as a part of the January 6th nonsense last year after I provided a free therapy experience that the father told me to execute for free. And I had 225000 on the invite list for free from three of my associations. Just three. They blocked my invites from being able to be released. They told people I was mentally insane. They hacked in committing espionage, which are crimes from the FBI's website. I didn't know that until my husband told me the terminology right before we got married last year, around February. I told him, I said, it doesn't make sense. I had 65,000 on the invite list. No one showed up. Even if it was a 1% show up rate which is extremely conservative that would have been 650 people but the only people that showed up were the edutainers and my mom it doesn't make sense and he told me espionage because he knew that I was in a contest and he knew the contract that was signed and he knew how fucked up it was but he couldn't tell me and the father has gifted me the gift of prophecy and if you don't know what that is it's where you have the ability to know the future. Not the whole future. Bits and pieces of what the Father reveals to you. And the Father just revealed to me that they killed Reggie Walker. Reggie was one of our keynote speakers. My launch year of Aaron Nicole Ministries. They are killing off all of the people that were a part of my story. So that I can't. 
They're trying to de- devalue me, erase my history and anyone involved with me to cause fear in people so that they don't want to be associated with me because they're criminals. These people are evil. They pay you and then when they're done with you, they kill you if you don't join their cult. You can't trust criminals. Our nation is being run by organized criminals worse than the mafia. If you look in the history of the mafia, they are known for protecting women and children. These people, these are just sick, demented, mentally insane people. We're talking the worst of the worst, highly volatile people that should be hospitalized behind double locked doors with trained professionals to tend to their needs. I have no qualms about what I just said. These people are sick. If they're killing people and they're getting away with it, they should be tried for crimes. They killed Reggie Walker after they forced him and his wife to get divorced. I am, I am 100% confident they caused division in their marriage. I'm 100% confident they caused division in my friend from high school's marriage. He was a few years younger than me and he performed at a Super Bowl. Why? Because he's not on my social media anymore. They threatened him to not put his face on my event last year. But he allowed me, through text message, to use a song. I know with 100% confidence they are threatening all of my associations that make my story more powerful. All of these weaklings that are afraid, that don't have the love of the Father, deep trust in the Father, that are focused on fear instead of on their faith. You might die if you're associated with me. That's, that's the truth. That's why a lot of people don't reach out to me. That's why it's been socially isolating the last three years and one month. As of today's date, when Jason Johnson signed the contract, president of the Blackwater Alumni Group signed it with the deep state Illuminati cult to keep me alive. He signed a three-year theft contract to force me into fear, to hack into my device anytime they wanted anything of mine. They just stole it. They just took it from me. I've been dealing with a bunch of criminals that are rich and powerful. They're not more powerful than the creator of the universe. And what they didn't expect me to do was marry the person that had trained him. Jason Johnson, you're late on this meeting. It was supposed to take place last month. That's when the contract was up. So these people that are continuing to hack into my device, they're not allowed to do that anymore. We need to sign this peace treaty. A lot of people are going to be dying when the internet gets shut off. I'm certain they made it look like a suicide for Reggie because he talked about his struggle with depression. So I'm certain they probably made it look like he ended his life. They had a new baby when he was a keynote speaker. He was hospitalized. That was why he was willing to be my keynote speaker. Because he loved my mission and he loved that I helped patients in a hospital and I made it better even though... They didn't have a budget. He spoke 
at my event for free. He asked if there was a budget and he was willing to accept money if there was, but he gave of his time and then they killed him. They threatened him to disassociate from me and then they killed him. I hate America. The truth that I've seen in the last three years. Worst of the worst human beings running America. Organized criminals. The Father has had enough of you and your evil. Father is sending me to the Old Testament. Yes, Father, I hear you. Thank you for that. It's a long sermon today. I don't know if this will ever be uploaded and available for the public, but I know my spies, I know they listen in and they start having conversations in the background. Leviticus 13.4 If the spot on his skin is white but does not appear to be more than skin deep, and the hair in it has not turned white, the priest is to put the infected person in isolation for seven days. It's time for priests and spiritual leaders to be the head of medicine once and for all. The Father has had enough of the separation of him outside of hospitals. You've heard it. No more lying in the media any further. To American citizens, we don't believe you anyway. No more lying to all of us, causing fear. Fear is not of the Father, and God we trust is on every single dollar bill and coin. And until the American population votes against that, it will remain. Okay, he says wrap it up slowly. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.